Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 12. In this show, we are talking about how the city of Las Vegas is handling business, even though we're all staying home. And we talk to a lot of Las Vegas locals who are stepping up to make things a lot better for all of us, from stay-at-home moms to entertainers. Today's podcast is brought to you by Your Way Restaurant. It's fast, it's casual, it's breakfast and lunch all day at Your Way. And it's also sponsored by OffTheStrip.com. It's Las Vegas' largest business directory for everything Off The Strip. Welcome everyone to Vegas Revealed. Sean, can you believe it? It is April. I can't believe it. I mean, it feels like March was 97 days long. I didn't think April was going to get here. <laughs> Oh, isn't that the truth? Listen, everyone, we are still doing our podcast uh, separated and from home. And, you know, we are obeying all the quarantine rules, aren't we, Sean? We are. We're feeling good. We're feeling healthy and hope that uh, you all are are feeling good and uh, following all the guidelines as well. Yeah. And if you're new to our podcast, I'm Dana Roselli, by the way. (laughs) And I'm Sean McAllister. Yeah, we've been, uh, obviously, we talk about a lot of things that are going on in Las Vegas, the the entertainment, the uh, things that you can do on and off the strip. But um, in these times of coronavirus, <laughs> a lot of the stuff that we normally would talk about has stopped. It has. And we, in our last podcast, we did tell you about how a lot of our, you know, local entertainers and strip headliners are doing a lot of live things online, which has been really cool and fun to watch. So there's that, but you know, hotels are closed, casinos are closed, shopping malls are closed, pretty much everything besides grocery stores, drug stores, gas stations, and, um, some places, some local restaurants that are allowing you to either pick up food or have it delivered. Yeah. And these are of course all considered essential businesses. And back in the middle of March, our governor, Steve Sisolak, kind of put a a 30-day stop to business for non-essential businesses and services. So that's where we find ourselves right now, right in the middle of that time period. Exactly. And and for the most part, I think everyone's been trying to do their part, um, you know, and there's a lot of talk on social media and everyone trying to speculate when is Las Vegas going to be back open for business. And you know what? I kind of just feel like uh, just tell me when and we'll go with the flow. You know, I don't want to push it and I don't want to wait too long. I just want the experts to tell us when it's safe and when they think, you know, we're ready. Yeah. And a lot of the I guess, debate over this issue that um, has been taking place is, you know, weighing the um, financial well-being of a vast majority of Las Vegans against the health responsibilities that need to be taken into consideration at a time like this. Obviously, you don't want to open Las Vegas back up too early and invite people from all over the country to come back here to the Las Vegas Strip when there could, you know, be a potential of another big outbreak happening here. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, as long as we stay shut down, a lot of people are out of work. And that's a really tough situation. So it's a very 
it's a very fine balance to achieve what needs to be achieved right now. Yeah, it, it is. And, and everyone's, you know, and, and we have nothing but time to think about it and talk about it. So I think that's why it's also a very hot topic. You know, um, everyone's just kind of discussing things online and, you know, and in group chats and, and all that kind of thing. One thing I did notice um, is that, you know, my, my family was supposed to stay at the Wynn over Easter and um, they were obviously canceled and wouldn't plan on coming here anyway. But I did notice that the Wynn started allowing you to book rooms starting April 17th. So if you go on their website, yeah, it's all blacked out until then, but you know, the room prices are there and you can book. So, um, is that an indicator? I don't know. I think that's, um, like you mentioned, the 30 days would be up then. So for as far as our state, so I think maybe they're just going with the plan and then until somebody tells them otherwise. Yeah, uh, April 17th coincidentally happens to be my birthday. So oh, if Las does. Vegas opens back up in time oh. to to celebrate, I don't know if I'm going to do a big thing, probably not. But <laughs> right. um you know, all the all the more reason to celebrate. But yeah, I it's it's a little too early to tell at this point whether that April 17th date is going to stick for uh, these resorts to open back up. I know there have been dates tossed out by MGM resorts that they're not at least starting their entertainment programs back up until mid-May at the Mm -hmm. earliest. Right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to watch. And of course, we'll keep everyone updated. We've been really keeping everyone up to date on our social media. So if you want to follow along with that, you know, because things are changing every day. So really, it's it's hard to tell. I mean, there's, you know, people are watching even concerts they have booked in the future, like, oh, is this concert going to go on, you know, or is it going to be canceled? And And kind of a lot of people just assuming most of them will be canceled. But I don't know. You never know if it's a concert that you booked maybe the end of May. Is it possible? We don't, you know, we don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a, kind of a crapshoot to, Mm -hmm. to know whether or not, um, dates are, are going to hold or be canceled altogether or just postponed until the fall, which is when a lot of things are seeming to be popping back up on the calendar. Again, you look toward August, September, October, and that's, I know when a lot of uh, festivals are festivals and award shows are being rescheduled for September, things that were supposed to take place here in Las Vegas in April. Right. And our own, you know, city of Las Vegas is doing a great job at keeping everyone up to date on what's going on here in town. Um, I have my friend Melissa Dunan on the phone. She's a producer at KCLV. Now, she usually um, produces a show and hosts a show called Trending Vegas, but she's been busy doing these updates, her and her team, every single day, kind of like a mini newscast with all the changes and all the information of what's going on in the city of Las Vegas. Hey, Melissa. Hey, how are you, Melissa? I'm good, guys. How are you? Great. We're holding it down at home. I know you pretty much are, too, but occasionally going into the office, right, Melissa? Yeah, I'm going into the office. I'm coming into the office still, actually, and doing some work from home. I'm with the Office of Communication, so we're considered essential, and I can definitely see why we're considered essential. The information is changing not only daily, but sometimes hourly, and so we have to be here to update everyone, make sure everybody knows about the changes, and just get that information out there as soon as possible. I'm glad that communication is considered essential. That's one thing (laughs) that that we can't have go away. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone realizes just how special we are now. 
<laughs> that's right. That's right. But I love what you're doing. You're keeping everyone updated every day. I was w watching some of the kind of newscasts that you have on YouTube, and then I know they're on TV as well. So you guys are turning that around every single day, right? Yeah, we decided that, you know, there are so many changes happening from, you know, closing of city parks or playgrounds to um, just what's essential, non-essential. And so we just decided we need to get this out there, just a short newscast every day just to keep people informed. We thought we were going to do it once every few days, but there's just so much information out there. We just said, you know what? Our constituents need this. They need it now. And so we're going to provide this daily if possible. So let's talk about some of the things that you've been talking about on the, the daily newscasts and updates. Um, let's talk about the parks, since you mentioned those. Um, are, are they even open for people at this point? So the city parks are open, but the playgrounds are closed. Mm. And that's something that's changed over the weeks. You know, we had our playgrounds open and this, then we were disinfecting them. And now we're just, they just decided, let's just close the playgrounds for the well-being of everyone. Parks can, are still open, but, you know, they want you to maintain those social distancing rules, no groups of more than 10, and they're just doing it for the safety of the public. So we have to play those old school games in the park, right? With your brother and sister? Like, I don't know. What are some of the old school games? Like, hide and seek, hide and seek <laughs> maybe? Who knows? Hide and seek. All around? That's a good one. That's a good one. I love yeah, it. I, although I guess these days it's hide and don't seek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Seek six feet away. <laughs> All right, know, so another, it, another, some of the other things that I know a lot of people are really happy about when that they're allowing um, curbside alcohol with their to-go meals at certain ooh. places. That was a big, wow, everyone was so excited. But you know, there are rules around it. You have to have, you already have to have a liquor license. You have to have a food license. You have to be offering curbside and you have to give it in the manufacturer's sealed container. So you can't. Okay. So that's what I was wondering. Cause the, yeah, that was the big question on Twitter. Everyone was like, well, so like you just pick it up and go. And it's like, no, you're not going to be driving with your margarita and your salt around the rim of your glass. Right. <laughs> No, there's no licking the rim of your glass and, you know, drinking through a straw as you drive down the 95. That's not, that's not allowed. Good, good. Whew. All right. So what do you get? Like, you get like the mini liquor bottle and then the mixer kind of thing? I, you know, I have not seen exactly how some of the businesses are doing it, but they're getting creative. I know, for example, in Texas, where my family's from, there's a really popular taco place and they're serving the margarita mix the frozen mix on the side, the non-alcoholic mix, and then they're giving away or they're giving small bottles of tequila on the side mm. that are closed. Mm. Those little, okay. you know, $1, $2 bottles, and they're taping them up next to them. And you just make your, <laughs> your, your own when you get home. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> so Hilarious. I don't, know, I don't know. I'm sure they're getting creative out there as to how to do it. Yeah, well, people are happy about it. I know that. And you said there is a pretty good website that people can go to for more information centering around all this stuff, right? Yes, lasvegasnevada.gov slash coronavirus. And our communications team does an amazing job of updating this all the time. And okay. Melissa, I, I know that um, obviously, you know, life has kind of scaled back for a lot of us right now, but there are still things like permits that people might still need to go out and secure how are those services being handled right now well the city is just very aware that there are still needs that need to be met 
you know, whether your water heater goes out or whatever it may be. So, for example, the permits is a good a good topic because they're doing Skype inspections on certain permits. So whether it be a low voltage outlet or a gas pipe or something that need can be checked via Skype, they're making those available to those who need it. So it's really, I mean, I, I think they're doing a great job of really just trying to keep everyone taken care of during this time. It's really, it's unprecedented. Everyone's maneuvering. And I think it's so important for everyone to just kind of roll with it, cut everyone some slack a little bit. Everyone's, everyone's learning as we go. Yeah, no, it's really good. And I know that you had also mentioned, and we were talking offline, that city council meetings are going to kick back up. Yeah, so city council meetings are going on as scheduled. There's some there's uh, definitely extra precautions. If you want to come watch a city council meeting in person, you're going to be screened, medically screened before you're allowed to enter city hall. And then when you get past that, you're going to be you're going to have to sit six feet apart once you're inside chambers. And then people can okay. put their public comments online. And there's on that website that I mentioned, there's the instructions on how to do that. So it's 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 interesting. They really feel that they want to keep these city business going as usual as much as they can. So there are ways to take part in these meetings without physically being there. Absolutely. You can put comments in. You can email comments in. The city's created ways for people to do that. And also, if you just want to watch and see what they're talking about, we always air those live on KCLV Channel 2 or at kclv.tv slash live. Okay. So let's get down to um, some good stuff now. You being home with the kids. I want to hear all about this. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa has two kids. What are the ages now? Gosh, they're getting big. Well... My son just turned six a few days ago. His birthday party was canceled. And so, yeah, he just turned six. And then my little girl is two. Okay. So that is a full house. And how is that going? Oh, well, (laughs) you know, it's going okay. It's going well. I'm trying to look on the positive side of like, this is amazing time that I'm getting to spend with them. But it's hard to work from home with your kids. I'm trying to answer emails and I'm being tugged. And can I sit on your lap? And can you give me apple juice? And I want goldfish and I want chicken nuggets and come play with me. And and then on top of it, trying to teach a five-year-old or now six-year-old, hey, we got to work a little bit. Let's let's review some reading or, you know, let's do some worksheets. It's like, no. I was going to. I was going to say, how is the uh, the school part of things going? You know what? There's been, I'm not even going to lie, there's been a lot of yelling. There's been a lot of tears from my five-year-old or my six-year-old. I have to get used to that. I now. was going to say, from the for, tears from the kids or from you? Both. <laughs> Both. Both. I, you know, at about five o'clock every day, I'm like, mama needs some medicine. So, you know, I open up a bottle of wine, maybe pour myself a glass and just, you know, okay, let's take this. But you know what I did this uh, just yesterday, and it really worked for me. I sat Nico down, and instead of giving him these worksheets that I've been giving him, and I said, what do you want to learn about today? And he said, I want to learn about cars and how they run. I was like, great. So I found it on YouTube. I let him watch the video, and then I made him write some sentences on it. And I was like, all right, let's go outside and play. And that was it for the day. And he Mm -hmm. learned a lot. He was talking about it all day. And he came inside and he said, this was the best day ever, Mama. Can we oh. I want to learn about tomorrow, too? 
And so I just felt like, oh, okay, sure. What do you want to learn about tomorrow? And it worked for us. <laughs> That's a great idea. Really good. And, and when you talk about let's go outside and play, the one thing I think, you know, that we're really lucky um, in Las Vegas is how great our weather's been. I mean, we are in our homes, but we can go outside. I mean, there's some parts of the United States that are, you know, a lot colder right now and just not the same access. I mean, yesterday, Nico went outside for, we were out there for about two and a half hours and Nico got sunburned. And I was like, oh, oh no, I need, to put, I need to put some sunblock on you. This is beautiful weather. We are so lucky. Listen, don't think Sean and I haven't already had a discussion about we're laying out tomorrow. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> we're both like, we're going to get our tan on starting tomorrow. <laughs> Everyone's going to come out with a quarantine glow. Oh, yeah, for sure. I have gorgeous skin, beautiful mm -hmm. tan, like something's got to happen. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, listen, Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. I love the updates that you guys are doing at uh, Las Vegas um, city and you know, you're being a do balancing it all being a, you know, kind of in some ways a stay at home mom, a work at home mom, and then you get to, you know, head to the office a couple days a week. So it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it is, you know, but I treasure my time getting to come into the office. I, I really treasure those 10 hours. <laughs> I bet. I bet. But thank you well, guys for having me. Yeah. Stay safe and thanks for joining us. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you. And coming up on Vegas Revealed, we talk to a lot of people around Las Vegas who are really doing some good things. We want to share some of those interviews with you. I think you're going to like them. There's a lot of great information coming up. Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's get away. We'll get back to the podcast in just a minute, but first we want to show some love to our latest sponsor, Your Way Restaurant. It's at the corner of Westlake Mead and Jones, and they're doing something really different. Fresh ingredients made your way for breakfast and lunch. You pick, they make it. It's family owned and operated, and even during this time of quarantine, they're still doing it your way. That's right. They are cooking up breakfast and lunch from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. So you can order online or you can order outside the walk-up window. It's really easy. Sean, I know you did it. Yeah, I ended up getting a, a breakfast scramble with mushrooms, peppers, and spinach. It's delicious. You, you just make your way down the line, choose what you want. No menu items to choose from. It's literally your way, and they crack your eggs fresh. Oh, I love that. And here's a deal, everyone. Mention Vegas Revealed when you order, and they will throw in a free pancake or waffle with a build-your-own-breakfast. Just go to yourwayrestaurant.com for more information. Vegas Revealed is also sponsored by OffTheStrip.com. Yeah, and they are doing everything to keep you informed during these uncertain times. Now, the website is the largest business and event directory. It is full of local information about businesses. It also has a classified section for Las Vegas, and they continue to keep the information flowing right now, too, with a coronavirus local resource guide. Again, it's OffTheStrip.com. Welcome back to Vegas Revealed. You know, over the past uh, just over a week, we have been doing 
I know. Time I don't even, frame, right? <laughs> it, it really does. I'm like, oh my gosh, how long have we been doing this thing? It feels like it's been five months, but it's only been a little over a week. We've been doing live streams every single day with some really great people in the Las Vegas community who've stepped up and have started contributing to the situation that we're finding ourselves in. Oh, yeah. And so many people are really doing some good things. The first person that we wanted to uh, share with you is Kyle Markman. This is a Las Vegas resident who is collecting webcams for doctors. And my primary care physician, he's also one of my best friends and he lives in my neighborhood. He reached out to me and just asked me if I had a webcam he could borrow. And I didn't. He needed it. And I said, let me see what I can do. So I put out a Facebook post asking my friends and family for webcams here in the valley and i've gotten a great response and people have said like i used to have one of those let me see if i can dig through my attic or my storage and find it and quite a few people have been able to find them so if they if you do have some either contact your primary care physician or just reach out to me my email is kylemarkman at gmail.com and I'll either arrange to uh, pick it up and get it into the hands of the doctors in need. So tell us how this would work then. Is it for the doctor or for the patients or people who need it? Or how does that, how does that work? It's for the doctor. So there's a lot of things that you don't need to go to the doctor for. A, a little cold or uh, an earache or something. They're strongly recommending with our uh, social distancing to do these virtual visits. So they were, uh, my doctor was just telling me that they're doing 400 to 500 patients per day at just his office with virtual visits. That's a huge number. And they've set up several stations with appropriate social distancing and they're connecting with patients 24 hours a day, seven days a week during these, these crazy times that we're in. So he told me it's a tremendous way to safely and effectively continue to serve our community um, without getting other people to, um, you know, without potentially getting other people sick. And if there are, you know, four to 500 of these virtual visits happening just at one medical office, you can, you know, multiply across the Las Vegas Valley. And, you know, obviously there is a need. Some doctor's offices will have this type of equipment already. Others though, not necessarily. Right. And they weren't planning on this type of volume to be needed. So what they're doing is they're taking computers that weren't originally set up to do these virtual visits and they're taking them out of their, their offices or their admins and they're plugging them in and setting up virtual visits. And that's where these webcams really become very helpful because most people at home have their laptop that has these. So uh, you can set up the virtual visit really easily, but your doctor needs a webcam. What a great idea. And since we aired Kyle's interview um, on our live stream, we've had so many people inquire about how they can help. So we hope that people, if they have webcams, they will donate to Kyle. He gave out his email. Yeah. And that's just one way that people here in Las Vegas are stepping up to help the medical community. Another person is Mary Lynn. She's a, a mom who is organizing this campaign. She's, she's gotten her dry cleaner to uh, really get on board with this mm -hmm. idea to make face masks for emergency room doctors and nurses. Here's what Mary had to say about starting this campaign. 
So both of my mom and my sister, they are nurses. Uh, my mom has been a nurse my whole life. It's what I know. Um, it's not something that I followed, but because of the passion that's going on now, as far as everybody in the medical field, friends here um, have reached out and shown their concerns online. And I've been following this for a long time now, as most um, of my friends know, so looking around at other places, especially places like New York, Washington, stuff that's been hit pretty hard. I want us to be on it. And, you know, at this point, everybody is delegating certain things. And at, right now, I'm just, let's just do it now, have enough backed up for when it does happen and when our hospitals do need it. Um, and even people that need it now, we're asking them to come in with their badges. We're specifically working on just ER and hospitals at this point. All the other doctor's offices and stuff like that, it will get to that. But right now it's all of our first responders and the people that need it most. A lot of people are asking to buy them, but these are not for sale. Um, we are trying to make enough to have on hold. So when hospitals, since we are two, only two weeks into this, do need something, we will have enough package to be able to help distribute to them, but also at the same time, still take care of those that nurses that want it or doctors now. I love how many people are getting creative and donating their services to help others in Las Vegas. It really is a great place. And, you know, some other small businesses around town are really coming up with some unique ideas to keep business going and keep people, well, busy and having fun, really, Sean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And people have kind of had to, to take what their normal business is and adapt it to the the current climate that we find ourselves in one of those businesses is pino's palette this is one of those art and wine businesses and we just spoke with the las vegas owner of the pino's palette locations about how they've adapted to the coronavirus situation so we started it last saturday and we sold out and then we did it again this wednesday and sold out again so we decided we're going to do it every two, every twice a week. So we begin this Saturday and then the following Wednesday. What a great idea! And these, you said these kits are twenty bucks, right? It's so affordable. That that's correct, and that's the price that we we normally have this product for. We actually had a product. We call it our freestyle afternoon that we've been doing for well over a year, where guests can come into our studio. Of course, we provide everything in the studio. Um, and we thought, well, gosh, we've got everything. We could just package that up and allow people to pick it up at the curb and take it home. We just had to add a paper bag. And normally we would keep the brushes, but in this case, the brushes are yours. Take them home, use them again, or paint with us again sometime. So that's great that you had the existing product that you could kind of adapt to the situation. Because obviously, if people haven't been, explain the concept at Pinot's Palette. Mm -hmm. So we're what you call a paint and sip studio. So in our normal course of business, pre-COVID-19, guests would sign up for a class and they would come into our studio. We've got an artist on stage who takes them step by step through the painting of the day. And that's the paint part of it. But we also have the sip part. We have a bar with 22 different uh, varietals of wine and beer and soft drinks and things like that to, to turn, turn it into a bit of a party. I like to tell people this is not an art class. This is a social event. Come here, paint, drink, have fun. Well, we just had to turn that into uh, we can still paint, drink and have fun, just not in our studio right now. 
And Sean, I know that you bought a kit from Pinot's Palette. So when you're done with that masterpiece, we expect to see that posted online. Yes, I have the canvas up on an easel on the dining room table right now. So as soon as I uh, get that done, I'll be sure to share it. Right. Uh, well, I'm sure you've been drinking the wine part, though. You've been drinking the wine without painting the, the palette. <laughs> I mean, hasn't everybody? That's a given. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, painting is one way to pass the time, but an another thing that the Las Vegas entertainment community has done is that they have kept the show going, thanks to local entertainer Brian Chan, who produced a really cool project. We Before actually um, CCSD was shut down and Sisolak told everybody to stay home and, and we're going to shut the city down, I had prepared for basically me and my family to stay on lockdown. So I picked up my daughter from school on the 13th. And again, at this point, nobody knew what was going on, but I, I felt like we were gonna be in quarantine. We're gonna self quarantine, we are gonna stay put. And I would say, it, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday when everything started to come together and people started to realize, okay, this was, you know, schools were gonna be shut down, everybody stay home. Um, people started to get the phone calls, uh, the casinos were gonna close and shows were gonna get shut down. And you could just tell there was like an absolute air of panic uh, on the internet. I mean, that's, that's really, at this point in time, how everybody can communicate. The only way that we know what's going on in each other's lives is if we're not picking up the phone, it's like looking at social media. And you can tell, like there was just this, people were starting to get a little bit worried. And I felt like, okay, before this rolls into something, you know, like, let me put something out there to, to give everybody, take their mind off something. Let's give everybody something to think about, something to work towards, especially an entertainer. I mean, if you pull an entertainer off the stage, I mean, you can't just stop cold turkey. It's like you have that need to do something, to sing, to perform, to touch people. So um, I was around when this the original we are the world was uh produced and i just remember it had such a huge impact on me just watching all of these people come together and and perform this incredible song was an idea that's always kind of been in the back of my head and i felt like okay this is like this is the ideal time to do it and so i just i got on the phone and i just started texting and emailing and dming all this vegas community and saying hey this is an idea i have are you guys on board and it was just like instantly people were like i'm in absolutely you know i can help so, I mean, did you, uh, obviously, when you have so many people participating from a distance, I mean, getting everybody into one recording studio and having things go smoothly and sound good and everybody be on the same key and all of that, that's a challenge when everyone's together. Were there additional challenges that you faced having everybody scattered apart? Oh, yeah. I mean... Like, I mean, these are true. I mean, you saw the video. They're, these are true singers. A lot of these guys are professional. They've recorded in studios. Some of them have albums. So they know what, you know, what it takes to actually produce a song. And so to have to do that, not collectively, not physically be together, not be in a studio to get that quality. And for you to have to basically record your part on your iPhone and then send it to me where I'm going to edit it and splice it together. I mean, that that was the biggest hurdle. I thought a lot of people would be like, eh, no, I don't want to put myself out like that. But they, everybody was so on board. And so basically what I had to do was I had to figure out how was I going to create this video um, and string everybody together where it looked seamless and that it actually sounded somewhat decent. I mean, I knew that I wasn't going to get a studio quality recording, but um, it, it, like I went through a bunch of different um, options. I tried to find if there was an app that we could you know, all hop on and everybody record their part. I looked at Zoom. I thought, okay, 
something very similar to what you guys are watching on TV where it was like split boxes and everybody can see each other and we would all sing at the same time. None of these options were working because it's, there's, people were on different, you know, some people were hardwired, some people were on Wi-Fi, there's a delay. And so obviously to get a song to really stay on tempo and stay on key, everybody's got to really be able to hone in on their part. So I said, listen, here's the track. Everybody download this track off of iTunes, which they did. Then I said, here's your part. I want you to sing your part, put it in your earphone. And uh, when you send me back the video, all I want to hear is your voice. And then I will take that clip and I will string it together and edit it on top of the track. So it was, it was definitely a process. I've never recorded a song like this ever. I don't think anybody has. Yeah, we've really enjoyed interviewing all these great people around Las Vegas. And if you want to catch our live streams, we share them on all our social channels. And you can search Vegas Revealed. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. We are on Facebook and Twitter. All right, it's time for Dana and Sean's secret tips. And I wanted to share something, Sean, that I did that really isn't, I wouldn't say a huge secret. Well, that's what I thought. And then I posted something about it. And the amount of text messages, direct messages, public questions I've gotten about this was just a quick grocery store trip to pick up some groceries. But what I did was I ordered online. I paid for it online. I picked my window, which was uh, the first one available was the next day. So this was on a Saturday. And then on Sunday at two o'clock, my order would be ready. And it was Smith's. It was great. I pulled into a spot and uh, called the number and said, I'm in spot number two. And they brought out my groceries. I popped my trunk. It was really great, Sean, and so easy. And I think a lot of people are looking for ways to kind of avoid actually having to go in the store. I know we've, uh, since everything has kind of been locked down, we've made one trip to the grocery store. We kind of took stock of, of what we had, what we needed and went and got a bunch of stuff. But I've been thinking about that. Like if this drags on longer, how are we going to get more supplies that we need? And this is a great way to do it without having to really have the concern about going into a store where a lot of people are milling around, touching things, just you know, taking the worry mm -hmm. out of a trip like that. Yeah. And a couple of the questions that I did get that I wanted to answer, somebody said, did you do it on Instacart? And I said, no, I tried Instacart first. I loaded up my cart and then it said delivery wouldn't be available till Tuesday. So this was a Saturday. So that was a long time to wait. So that's when I went to the grocery store website directly ordered and was able to do the pickup. So that was cool. Um, also, people wanted to know if I got all the items that I ordered and I didn't, but I got most of them. There were very simple, it was like I got one package of ground turkey instead of two, you know, I got one hummus uh, instead of two. Um, I didn't get some grape tomatoes and then maybe something else, but nothing major. For the most part, my grocery list was there and they did adjust the price. Oh, good. I was just going to ask whether they give you like a rain check for the things that weren't in your order or if they do refund you. Yeah, they refund you. And then while you're shopping, you can pick alternatives. So like if they don't have these broccoli florets, do you want this brand instead? And you have to approve it. <laughs> I love that you're getting yeah. broccoli florets. Oh, I did. I your... got broccoli florets. <laughs> <laughs> I got Brussels sprouts, all sorts of frozen vegetables that can just last. <laughs> well, that is very health conscious of you, Dana. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. All right. Now... But you're doing some hiking. Yeah. So... Uh, Shane, my husband and I, we took our little dog Sawyer out for a, a hike the other day. We started out at Lake Las Vegas, uh, which is just out of town for anybody who doesn't 
live here in the Las Vegas Valley. It's a great little resort area, really quiet area that's just outside of town. Uh, but we started our, our hike there and we went about uh, a quarter of the mile up the the main road, Lake Mead Parkway and or Lake Mead Boulevard. Uh, and there's just a little turnoff. Mm-hmm. It's not marked in, or anything. There are no trespassing signs, but we'll pretend that we didn't see those. <laughs> Um, and it, we it's, went it's a different time. There's exceptions now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're outdoors. We're social distancing, whatever. Um, there's this place called um, the Wheel of Misfortune. And it's Ooh. actually on the site of an abandoned mine. It was a, a like a magnesium mine back in starting in like 1917. And it continued on through like the end of the fifties, early sixties. But what they have are these massive cement, I guess I'll call them like a, a cauldron. Um, and there's, I think six of them out there. Uh, and one of them is painted like a wheel of fortune board. And there's all sorts of like, really terrific graffiti out there. Whoever the, whoever painted and tagged all the stuff out there, they're really great artists. But one of these giant cauldrons is painted like a Wheel of Fortune wheel. But instead of, of prizes like you would see on the TV show, there are things like um, Bankrupt, which is like the TV show. Uh, uh, there's another wedge on the wheel that says lose your job. There's another wedge on the wheel that says lose your home. And all of the dollar amounts are zero. So it's been titled <laughs> The Wheel of Misfortune. So wow. it, it's a really cool little area out there, a super easy hike. Um, you know, it is an old mine area. So you want to mm-hmm. keep that in mind if you're going to be okay. taking the family. Um, <laughs> yeah. But there were there were actually several cars of people out there, and the area is pretty large, so you don't really come into contact with a lot of people, even if there are people out there hiking. Mm, okay, so an old mine and no trespassing signs. Enter at your own risk then, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I hope I can't be prosecuted based off of my, uh, <laughs> my tip of the week. The, the, yeah, these podcasts live forever. No, but I love it. I love all the walks and hikes you guys have been doing and getting outdoors. I mean, we've got perfect weather for it. So keep sharing those. And we try and share all this stuff on our social too to keep everyone up to date on, you know, what we're doing because I'm seeing so many new places and discovering new places um, that I see people post about that I didn't even know existed. So and you're the place that you went there, the Wheel of Misfortune was one of them. Yeah, and uh, my tip next week, just to do a little tease for what we have coming up in episode 13, it's uh, we have a, a concoction that's brewing here at our house, so I'm going to get into that next week on the oh, Vegas boy. Revealed. Okay, good. I love it. Hey, by the way, I ordered a bunch of stuff from CVS on Saturday, and I just got an email that my package has arrived, so not too bad. Yeah, oh. my toothpaste, my eye drops, and my nuts and coffee are all are all here now. Hey, you can't do much without nuts and coffee. (laughs) Listen, thanks everyone for joining us uh, for episode 12. We hope that you stay home and stay safe and we'll be back next week. (laughs) Bye-bye.